Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and today we're going to talk about what is a fair price to pay for a piece of land that you're going to develop. As a guide, we're going to use some of the largest developers in America and look at what they've paid for land as a benchmark. After all, if a company like, say, D.R. Horton, a national home builder, is paying a certain dollar per square foot for development land, they're a sophisticated player and they're likely not to pay too much money for it. Earlier this week, they announced the purchase of a 269-acre parcel in northeast Phoenix for $79 million. That comes to $6.74 per square foot. Now, this is raw, undeveloped land. It has no services. And there's an additional 36 acres that's being allocated on top of the 269 acres for road allowances and public utility allowances. And of course, the cost of developing all that infrastructure will be borne by the land developer. Last week, a new development was announced in Broward County in the community of Lauderdale Lakes. This 23-acre development was purchased at a cost of $1.69 per square foot. And when you consider that there's virtually no developable land left in Broward County for single-family homes, it's surprising that this 23-acre parcel of land went for such a low price. And the San Diego division of Shea Homes just recently purchased a 3.1-acre parcel for $4 million, or the equivalent of $29 per square foot, with a plan to build 10 luxury single-family homes in what is really an upscale community. So the question is, how much is too much to pay for a piece of land, and how do you even make that determination? Now, we have three examples here that range in price from $1.69 a square foot all the way up to $29 a square foot. Of course, we have D.R. Horton in the middle, who spent $6.74 a square foot. So what is a fair price to pay for vacant land for building houses on? Of course, the answer is it depends. But I'm going to take you through a thought process that hopefully will give you insight in terms of how to calculate a fair price for development land. The first calculation that you want to perform is to look at what's called the floor area ratio. Let's give a simple example. Let's say you purchase a property that is 10,000 square feet and you're going to build a 1,000 square foot floor plate on that 10,000 square foot lot. So your land coverage is a 10%. But let's imagine for a moment that you're actually going to put a 10-story building. So you've got 10 times 1,000 square feet for 10,000 square feet. So in that particular instance, even though you're only covering 10% of the land, your floor area ratio is 1.0. It's the same as the total land coverage. So you take the footprint, you multiply by the number of stories, and divide by the total land area, and that gives you your floor area ratio. And you're going to want to calculate the contribution of the land to the overall cost of the project. So let's imagine that your total cost for the construction, including hard costs and soft costs, is, let's say, $200 per square foot. And let's say in this example that the cost of the land is $10 per square foot. So your total cost for the project is going to be the cost of the land at $10 a square foot plus the cost of construction at $200 a square foot. But remember, you have to you have to divide your land cost by the floor area ratio, which in this example is 1.0. So your total cost is $210 per square foot inclusive of the land. If in this example, we built only a five-story building and we had 5,000 square feet of building on a 10,000 square foot lot, our floor area ratio would be 0.5. You would divide by 0.5 and that would give you the equivalent of $20 per square foot contribution of the land to the total cost of the building. So instead of $210 a square foot, you'd be looking at a cost of $220 a square foot for the total construction, for the total project. 
At that point, you're able to compare the total cost of the project against the value and determine whether the numbers make sense or not. Now, the other factor that goes into the cost of the land is not just the cost of the raw land, but the cost of providing serviced land. That is, with all of the municipal services, the road access, all of the utilities, and any additional municipal levies that might be charged by the city in order for you to complete your development. That goes into your overall land cost. So when we construct a budget, we actually work backwards. We start from the finished product. We determine the value of the finished product. We subtract from that the profit margin that we are required to make. From that, we subtract our hard construction cost. And what you're left with is the cost of the land. But we're talking service land, so you need to subtract from that any municipal levies, the cost of any horizontal improvements, that's utilities, roads, any infrastructure that needs to go in place like drainage, and then you multiply by the floor area ratio to determine the cost per square foot, and that is the maximum cost per square foot that you can afford to pay for the land. I know today's session was a little bit math heavy, so if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me directly at victor at victorjm.com, and I'd be happy to send you a spreadsheet detailing all of these calculations on how you would go about calculating the maximum allowable land cost for any development deal. In the meantime, as you're eyeing that piece of development land, have an awesome day, make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.